Subscribe to this lovely, sexy, wonderful podcast for free. Tune in media for your mobile devices, Google Play Podcast, and we are also on Spotify. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that we so lovingly call Bow on Bulls. The show totally, utterly, and foreverly dedicated to the Chicago Bulls and NBA talk. I am Big Dave. I'm C-Dub. And welcome <laughs> to the foolishness that is the tournament of trash. Hello, Chris. I am very happy. Chris, I'm very happy right now. I feel like we need like trumpets or something. Yes, behind I that. agree. <laughs> I agree. If only I knew someone who made beats that could do such a thing. Yeah, I know. I wish you knew someone. <laughs> but yes, we are here live at the tournament. And as usual, when we do the tournament and we do round one, we have the family on to do round one with us. And this time it is in, of no exception. So we have our guy, Feast is Famine, AKA Tone with us. How are you, sir? Chilling, man. I'm chilling like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. That's how we're starting, huh? Okay, good. <laughs> That's how we're going to do things. All right. And over here, rapper extraordinaire. And a young man who I saw in a music video, I like to ask him about with Nas and Puff Daddy, which was really cool. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my fault. That was Lou Rawls. Excuse me. Oh, uh, shout out to oh, my main man. <laughs> D. Jackson, what's happening, sir? Oh, you, you can't go now. One show without a shot, man. What? What? I didn't do anything. How are you, man? You good? Good, man. I'm happy to be here. Happy to see yeah. you, man. Missing good home. to see you, too, brother. It's good to see you, man. Nervous. Man. I, don't know, I don't know what the topic is. <laughs> you do not know what the topic is. Uh, I will tell you, Chris came up with the topic. Uh, I find it hilarious. Yeah. Uh and um, it, it's it's excellent. I, I think uh, every, I think everybody will enjoy it. I do. I think they'll be enjoy it. But before we get into that, uh, let's let's talk about the Bulls. Uh, D, I know you're a diehard Ooh. Knicks fan, but you know we got to talk about the Bulls first. You know what I mean? I don't want to you know step on you too hard, man. But you know I know you love the Knicks. I love Excuse the Bulls. Yeah, but you know you say you go Knicks, so you know that kind of yeah. Can't like say that. So it's, it's go Derrick Rose. That's what that is. Okay, I'm gonna need you to say that then, but you say go Knicks. So well, Derrick Rose is on the Knicks. Okay, so is it go Knicks or go Derrick Rose? Let's go Derrick Rose. Are you sure? Positive. All right, because you put it in writing when you said go Knicks, brother. I'm just telling you. Like, all right, all right, all right. So it's go Knicks for, for go, excuse me, go D Rose for uh go Jackson. <laughs> so um obviously the Bulls made some big old moves, some big old incredible moves, uh to bolster up their lineup to get a little better to make a playoff push and to actually look like a real basketball team uh d i'm gonna start with you because honestly i haven't spoken to you uh since all this went down since all the moves happened now, i'm actually very curious to know your opinion uh on these moves so let me start with the first one which was uh lonzo ball getting the point guard from new orleans to come here four years 85 million when it all um when everything was signed on a dotted line i think it averaged out to 83 or 82 million so he's getting basically that Zach Levine uh, kind of contract uh, for four years. Uh, D, your feelings on Lonzo Ball now being the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls? Okay, so first I got to get this out the way. I wanted the Bulls to sign D. Rose. 
I wanted them to get him this offseason, and I don't know why. I just thought it was going to happen because the way he played in the playoffs, the way he ended that year. But it didn't happen. I'm glad he got a decent bag in New York. You know, he deserved it. He deserved more than that, but he got like, what, he got 60 for three years, something like that, or 40-something for three years. It was a decent bag. But um, I'm pleased, man, with the moves that the Bulls made, you know. And honestly, I think more than anything, our defense got way better. We got three perimeter defenders now that above average, you know, out of the three, DeMar DeRozan might be the worst one, and he's not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? Caruso, a dog on defense. Lonzo Ball, I've been on record saying that he's one of the elite defenders at the guard position. He's big, and he's his lateral movement is, is crazy, you know, and he's the ultimate playmaker, you know. Mm-hmm. Zach is going to get better playing with Lonzo. Big Vooch, and um, now that the mid-range assassin with DeRozan, I think we, unless something crazy happened, we uh, we should be fighting for a top five, or we should be fighting for a home court playoff. Definitely in the playoffs. I can say that confidently. Because y'all know I was the one every other year, like, nah, we ain't a playoff team. And I've been right every time I said it. And y'all think you were I'm, correct. Yes, you absolutely were. You were right. Yep. I think we in the playoffs this, this coming. See, I think we definitely in the playoffs. And I'm telling you, man, we're going to lock down some backcourts, man. I agree. I agree. Um, but again, on, on Lonzo, though, like him coming here and, and being that starting point guard, one of the things he said was he uh, wanted to come here because Chicago was going to let him be him. Uh, do you think that we haven't seen the best of Lonzo Ball yet? And do you think that this is the place where – you know, he's kind of got a, kind of going to grow and become that point guard that you and I and Chris and Tom have kind of suspected that he is. Uh, I hope so. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to act like I'm a Billy Donovan expert, but it seemed like him and like Billy Donovan and Lonzo style should mesh. You know, Lonzo, he give him the ball, let him go. Let him facilitate, you know, take the cuffs off of him. He don't let him run the offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, let him be the playmaker. We got players who can get to spots and, and, and finish with the ultimate play, like playmaker. So if, we, if, if Billy Donovan allow him to make plays and don't, you know, put a system too much around him, like if he uh, – I mean, there's a system in place. But, like, you know, but give, give him the reins. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're going to run the offense. But Lonzo, you know, you be Lonzo. Because you being Lonzo, you know, got you as far as – you know, got you, got you to the NBA. You know, Lonzo being Lonzo can can take Zach Levine from 25 to to 29. Can you know, you know, points a game. You know, what I'm saying he he could. You know, and improve three point shooter. You know, he can play make and pick his spots, knock down some shots, and he's big, man. Mm, you know, I so I, I like it, man. Like honestly, there's nothing not to like about it. You know, but wait. wait, wait. My first thought, though, like with Lonzo, Caruso, um, even even DeRozan, I don't know where that leaves Kobe. But uh, mm-hmm. okay, all right, I'm, I'm gonna get into that. Too. But uh, <laughs> Tone, let me ask you uh, about Lonzo. Uh, your feelings of him being the starting point guard, but let me ask you this specifically: like, who do you think he will impact? the most on this team? Because D mentioned uh, Zach Levine going from 24. I mean, well, well, Zach was averaging 27. So going from like 27 to Mm -hmm. 29, maybe even 30 points a game. 
something mm-hmm. like that by getting that. Is there a player that you see Lonzo uh kind of impacting uh this season? Uh Vooch. I see uh Lonzo affecting the pick and roll, uh the give and go, you know, uh the pick and pop, all that good stuff, man. I I just think they're gonna kill. Um you got you got uh Lonzo running the uh running the team. Then you got Big Vooch in there who can go in and out. I just think they're going to make a lot of plays. And I believe it's just going to open up the offense. Mm. Um, it's going to be a lot of fluidness going on, I think, once they get it together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I also think it's going to oh. be like some, uh, like a, a learning curve. They're going to have to – you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're going to have to go through. But once they get that thing together – Man, I'm talking uh, – th- this team sounds and looks on paper like they should be real fun. Yeah. Like I running. Agree. They're young, so they should be running. They should be running that pick and roll crazy. I just – I just the pick and pop, the uh, DeMar DeRozan um, doing the Rip Hamilton type thing in and out. Mm-hmm. Bro, I think that's going to be crazy. Mm. I don't see any weaknesses right now on, on paper. Uh, Chris, who? who do you, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, D. Excuse me. Oh no, 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 no. We got weaknesses. I was going to ask y'all. Um, oh, we got some weaknesses, but I mean, like yeah, I feel you, offensive weaknesses mainly. I don't, I don't, I don't know if we have like. What do you see the offensive weaknesses at? We ain't got no marksman three point shooter. We got some. Mm-hmm. We got Zach. Okay. We got Lonzo who can knock them down, but we ain't okay. got some automatic. Yo, what I was going to ask Dub or okay. do y'all know? Where I think the Bulls really gonna improve, do y'all know where they ended last year as far as like fast break points? I expect us to be top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, definitely, <laughs> we have DeRozan running the wing on one side, Levine on the other side. Then you got the, then you got Lonzo in the middle, picking and choosing. There should be way more lobs, way more, yeah. dope, way more dope dimes. Yep. And definitely uh even Kobe. But um, you know, I was thinking, you know, if Dave to your question about like who does Lonzo, you know, um mm-hmm. game improves. Um, uh, you know, of course it's everyone's um if he plays well. But maybe even Kobe, you know, maybe you know, when Kobe gets back healthy and he comes off the bench, he's not asked to run point guard. Mm-hmm. And in general, he's not asked to run point guard as often as it was last year. Um, so I can see that help him out a little bit. But um, yeah, I agree, man. This team offensively should be really, really good. It's gonna take us some time to figure out, you know, of course, you know, like how to gel and how to run the offense. Um, I'm, I'm, it is, it is interesting. Lonzo's a good player, you know, and we haven't really seen him run point on a team on an NBA team. And apparently, he feels like Donovan's gonna give him that, uh, you know, the opportunity to sort of be himself, and we'll see what that looks like. You know, um, he has players to pass to on his team. He's not asked to score that much. You know, he has guys, you know, he could just dish to and he can he doesn't have to worry about scoring. So yeah, if it doesn't work out for Lonzo, if he doesn't at some point outplay his contract this year, he doesn't peak as a player with the Bulls, then there's there's issues. But it, it shouldn't be an issue. It should happen that way. That's that's the way it should happen. Yeah, I, I don't see that being an issue at all. And and to answer your question, D, they were nineteenth. And uh, fast break points last year, and you that's know terrible. They, that's terrible. Yeah, that's middle of the road uh, for them. Actually, that's last the middle of the road. 
to less than middle of the road. You're right. Um, but honestly, for me, that's that's uh, astounding. No, <laughs> knowing what I saw last year. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I was shocked. I honestly thought they'd be like 25th or something like that. But well, they they they, they were tops in steals, weren't they last year? So they had a lot of times opportunities to run breaks off steals, probably. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna credit which, Billy Donovan with that, though. Like honestly, okay. with being even 19th in fast break points, because Bill, that was gonna be my point uh, here. The uh, as far as their transition, they're gonna they're gonna run, like you said, they're gonna run, they're gonna run, they're gonna run. Billy Donovan mm-hmm. loves fast breaks. He loves transition. He loves combo guards. Uh, so you're gonna see a lot of I think three guard lineups. Uh, which is why I think you'll see Kobe, you know, being all right and getting his playing time. I don't think you'll see him too much at the point. Uh, they'll probably cheat with him a couple times at the point, but I don't think you'll see him in heavy rotation at the point. Like he'll be at the two because that dude scores. Like he's really good at scoring. Like as you all saw, he's good at that. So they're going to play to his strengths, I think. Um, but also, yeah, they're going to, man, they're gonna, that's, what it, that's all it's going to be. It's going to be running. Okay, because the one person we haven't mentioned in this is Patrick Williams. So he's going to be running, all right, because that dude is a beast. He's going to run. Zach is going to run. Lonzo, all you got to do is get down the floor, and Lonzo going to find you. All he want to do is pass. <laughs> that's, that's what his number one thing is. Like He doesn't care about scoring. He doesn't care about none of that. He'll shoot the three because it's going to be open. Uh, but as Chris always pointed out, when he goes to the cup, he's not good. So you won't have to worry about him doing that on this team. Uh, he'll get to play his kind of game and kind of his kind of style uh, and, you know, Lonzo being Lonzo kind of thing. So I'm interested to see that. I'm interested to see what Lonzo being Lonzo is. You know what I mean? Cause I ain't really got a chance to really see it yet. Uh, I thought I was going to see it with uh, new Orleans, but Stan Van Gundy, you know, it's, it's Stan Van Gundy. So I didn't think I was going to see that. I thought I was going to see a little more, you know, cause Zion's there. Cause Ingram's there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Josh Hart, you know what I mean? Those guys. Yep. So I thought I was going to really see it, but it didn't come out like that. But he's good. Um, he wants to be here. Uh, players like to be wanted. And we we wanted him. Like, the, the Bulls wanted him. And he seems very comfortable and very at peace just by the press conference I watched him in about being here. So, yeah, I'm excited about watching him run that ball in the transition. And, you know, his rebounding is really good. Like, he really does know he's six foot six. And he really utilizes that. So I think the rebounding and him starting that break, it's, it's going to be fun to watch, man. It's going to be great to watch. Uh, D, you mentioned uh, you went to the other guy that the Bulls uh, got outside of uh, Alex Caruso, which is who they got after Derrick Rose signed. They did try to get Derrick Rose. Uh, but Derrick Rose got, got a bigger contract with the Knicks. So the minute Derrick Rose signed with the Knicks, they went and got Caruso. That's mm-hmm. that's that's how that happened. So they did try to get him, uh, mm-hmm. but that money was nice. So I ain't mad at him for taking his money. And Derrick Rose, as you've seen, he likes he loves Tibbs. Everywhere Tibbs is coached, Derrick Rose has played. Yeah. So he likes Tibbs, bro. Like he likes you know stability and knowing where he at. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't got no problem with that. Of course, I wanted him too. I thought it would be a good fit. I thought it was time for him to come home. I think I yeah. thought it was a good time, but. I ain't mad at him, honestly. I'm not yeah. mad at him, man. I wish him nothing but success out there, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but they they definitely, they went and got Caruso, who's good, who I like. I like Caruso. Good defense, you know what I'm saying? Athlete. Uh, yeah, he will be a Bulls favorite. <laughs> you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a scrappy white guy. Like, <laughs> let's, let's be real. He's a scrappy white guy, though, who's, who's actually 
athletic. Yeah. Who's actually athletic. And actually is okay ball player. Correct. Yeah, That's the difference. Low key dunk you. And I'm telling as long you. as yeah. they don't uh yep. as long as they don't compare him to the crap, then we all good. No, he's he's better. I, I saw a cat on Twitter try to compare Michael Jordan, say Michael Jordan went back in time and put on a number 12 jersey in honor of the captain. I was saying, y'all motherfucker. And I was like, this ain't even funny as a joke, bro. <laughs> that's true. That's because he that's did it in honor. He did it in honor of Daniel Gafford. If we're gonna be real, hey, okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I like Kurt, man. Yeah, I know. I know you did. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. You know, everybody got their flaws. Yeah, one good year. Everybody, <laughs> everybody can't be perfect. I don't think Caruso is as good as Kirk, actay Okay. All around, though, he's not all around. Nah, yeah, Kirk had a better all around game. That's true. Yeah, he's more. He's more athletic. Both of them are dogs on defense. Um, Kirk was a good. That's defender. something. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk was a good defender. He was. Kirk had a moment, like he a year, a couple years. He was a you know solid defender. You know, but I like the crew. Yeah, yeah I did too. He's cool. Like he's cool, Tom. Like yeah, yeah. Kirk, Kirk is cool. You know, he's alright. It, it, it just seems overvalued here by the fans. It's just dribble, and dribble, over, dribble, and dribble, overrated. Dribble, but, you know, yes, overrated. And, yes, dribble, you know. dribble, 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 dribble. Yes, yes. The Bulls try to retire number 12. <laughs> then I'm going to have no. a problem. Dude, they had two video montages of this dude. Two. I, I don't want to talk about Kirk anymore. He's gone. All right, yeah. Let me move on because <laughs> my question was uh, the – the other move that they made was getting DeMar DeRozan, uh, which to me signaled two things. One, an answer kind of Chris's uh, worry when they got Lonzo because he said Lonzo, you know, isn't the guy to really move the needle for you. You still need something else. So it answered that question. And two, it answered, for me, it answered the question of actually people and actually getting legitimate NBA players to want to come play here. Mm-hmm. Uh, answered two things for me. Uh, what are your feelings on DeMar DeRozan now being part of the Chicago Bulls and how do you see him uh, kind of fitting in? So I think it's, it's going to be a great fit because here's, here's, here's what I, how I look at it. You look at the really good teams, you got playmakers and you got dudes that can create their shots. So when you got playmakers and you got dudes that, that create their own shots, then the role players can be role players. You know what I'm saying? We might, if you got shooters who can't really create their own shot, but they – if they on the court with playmakers to get them to that spot and people who can create their own shot, they can take the attention that opens them up. So it's only going to be better for everybody. We got three people in the starting lineup, I'm assuming, who can create their own shot at any time. You got Zach, you got Vooch, you got DeMar DeRozan, okay? We got Lonzo as a playmaker who can get anybody open in that spot. You know what I'm saying? It's only going to get better. That's going to help Pat Williams too and everything. But DeMar DeRozan can... He can get his shot and create his shot whenever. That's a plus, you know what I'm saying? And unconventional too, you know what I'm saying? You In today's game, you guard the three or you guard the paint. This He's a rare in-between dude, you know what I'm saying? And who's who's pretty much money from 15, you know what I'm saying? The biggest thing is creating his own shot and everything. It's just going to open it up for others. It's going to open it up for Zach too, you know what I'm saying? Them double teams that he saw, even Vooch, them double teams that he saw. Zach one-on-one. It's going to kill 95% of the people in front of him. DeMar DeRozan one-on-one, you know what I'm saying? He's going he gonna to give you 20 a night. You know what I'm saying? Vooch one-on-one is, is way better than I expected. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's just like it's going to open it up. You know, I you, agree. Get, you get rid of them doubles and triple teams. I agree with you on that. Uh, 
let me ask you that thing because you kind of bled into the other thing I wanted to ask was because a lot of people are concerned about the fit of DeRozan here with the starting lineup, you know, because he doesn't shoot threes. And, you know, Billy Donovan, you know, loves running a kind of a space offense where guys are spaced out, you know, and you got shooters out there. Um, and DeMar isn't a three-point shooter like that. He's, right. like you said, he's mid-range, give me the ball, and his footwork is exquisite. And that's how he can score and get to the line also. Um, so what do you say to the people who think that DeMar doesn't really fit uh, with the starting lineup as is? We'll see. We got to try it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's the, who we going to put in? You know what I'm saying? We got to try it. So, so you're not mad at the money he got. You're not mad at them actually paying him what they did? Because people were mad at the money too. Well, well, the Bulls are in a position, like you said, they had to do something. They, they got to get back to relevancy and being competitive in the NBA so we can get some real. Not saying DeMar and Lonzo ain't real, but if we want to get like MVP caliber players, we got to be competitive first. Lonzo and DeMar will get us to that bring, you know, we excited to watch the Bulls and possibly win a round of the playoffs, you know, compete in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? And once we get people talking like, oh, man, they one piece away, maybe we attract that one piece, you know what I'm saying? But this is that stepping stone, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't expect a championship. I don't expect no, yeah, I don't even expect Eastern Conference Finals, you know what I'm saying? But like, get to the playoffs, yeah, if we don't, I'm going to be disappointed. Went around, maybe you know. So, yeah, man. No, it's it's it's, if it fit or if it don't fit, we ain't got no choice. Chris, you want to add something? Well, yeah. To this point, you know, these moves were a message to the NBA that the Bulls are trying to win the championship. They want to be good. It's a signal, you know. Um, And it's weird because you, (laughs) I know all. You know, if you get traded or free agent, say this when they get interviewed. You know, I'm sure we watch all the interviews with DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo. They always say, well, you know, they demonstrated they're trying to win. I'm like, well, I, I guess because – so you won't come in as Lonzo was here first? And they always make it seem like that, right? They have to – like a team has to make one move and then something else follows. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're lying about that. Sometimes I'm thinking, like, are they really being sincere about that or is it just the money? But, but they say it, you know. DeMar said it. It looks like they're trying to win. I want to go there. I see Zach, you know, in the Olympics get better. And I see the guy Lonzo. I want to go there. So it's a signal to the league that the Bulls are not trash anymore, not trying to be trash. They're not selling. They're not selling. And they actually want to go out and win. And they're a different mindset than the previous regime, right? And I'm trying to pick seven every time, you know. Uh, so, yeah. And, and to DeWanda Rosen, fitting, he fits, man. I mean, come on. I mean, he's not asked to be number one. Dave and I talked about this plenty of times. He's not asked to be the number one guy. On the weak side, he's going to pump fake and drive. Look, D, to your point, uh, I try to do an academic RDS, run, dribble, shoot. Everyone starting on the could run, dribble, and shoot, including Williams, including our center. <laughs> so, so, center. so, like, they all could pump fake and drive and, and kick and kick and kick. At some point, like you said, D, uh, someone's gonna be one on one. The Morozin, you know, is, is it gonna be Zach or Vooch gonna have a one on one matchup at some point on a lot of possessions and they can eat? Yeah. So I'm not worried about, you know, um, we got enough people who shoot threes. That's 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 okay. I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, Tom, let me ask you about uh, DeMar because you you are a known like Spurs fan, uh, you 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 like the Spurs a lot. So I like the Spurs. <laughs> you are Spurs. so what do you feel on DeMar uh coming here and 
being that kind of veteran, because, you know, people have talked about him being like a 12 year vet and they don't know how much is left in his tank. Like being as somebody who might have seen him a little bit more, like what, what do you feel about DeMar? Man, look, DeMar got some, <laughs> some more seasons left. Uh, his shot is impeccable. Like you said, his footwork is impeccable. Uh, he's just solid. He's solid. He, he, we can use a, a, a guy that can knock down a shot when mm. no one else can. Like we, we can, we need that. You know, we needed that for a while. So, I mean, between him and Zach, and now Vooch, uh, I think we got three solid guys that you can give the ball to when you need a, a shot and knock it down. Then, I mean, <clears throat> if Patrick Williams, uh, if his growth is what we expect, if Kobe continues to uh, uh, grow and his shot continues to be that, be, be fire like he can be, like he's shown in certain games, I think, man, I, I really think we're solid. I really think we're solid. I know y'all said that we don't have a um, a solid right three guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but if Kobe is working on his game like the rest of the team is working on theirs, he should be that. Mm -hmm. He should be our B.J. Armstrong off the bench, man. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just – I might be reaching. Kobe, but Kobe, that's a he's athletic. I mean, no, he's not athletic to me, but – He's fast, and he has a he can knock down that shot on the run. So oh, if he's yeah. if he's really that, he's a scorer, what's that? He's a scorer, not a shooter. Well, that's what I'm saying. We well, I mean, what's one more shooter? I feel. I mean, what's one more score? You know what I'm saying? And oh, yeah, like I, I said, I'm hoping. I'm actually hoping he takes that mantle to be a shooter. Like, dude, you're not running this team, so you might as well work on your shot. Yeah, he's he's solid as far as uh, he's his catch and shoot numbers are pretty good. Like they don't stink. He, you know what I mean? He has he's more range than Demar as far as uh, where he's shooting from on the floor. Oh, yeah. how, how dare y'all? How dare y'all insult the great Lord Marker who shot forty percent for threes? So we don't have a knock down shooter. D is he going to be on the roster? Oh, he will yes. roster now. <laughs> <laughs> he will not be on the roster. No. Okay, so look. Okay. Do y'all expect Kobe and uh, Laurie to be on this team, or do y'all expect them to be traded? Go ahead, Both dude. of them. I don't, I don't think they, they will. Honestly, I think uh, Laurie going to be gone before the season start. I think um, depending on how the season go, Kobe might not make it to the end. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I can as see far that as like being though. traded, you mean like being traded? Like off yeah, the yeah, it could be. Yeah. Being yeah. packaged <laughs> off. I this is the last. Too. This is the last year's rookie deal, right? He had a three-year deal, and he got a qualifying mm -hmm. offer if the Bulls want to extend him for the fourth, right? Mm. So I could see the Bulls, you know, letting that expiring contract go or just let him go to free agency after the year if if he don't embrace his role as the sixth man or possibly the seventh man now, you know, because it's going to be a lot of, especially those those positions he play, it's a lot of big contracts that's eating up the minutes that's going to get at least 30 minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? With, with, with Zach, Lonzo, you know what I'm saying, DeMar, you know what I'm saying? Even even Caruso gonna get 20 minutes a game, you know. So it's he gonna what Kobe Kobe gonna have to, you know, he's gonna have to be the microwave for real. He's gonna have to heat it up quick because Kobe, Kobe might I not, agree. He might not be guaranteed more than 15, 20 a game. Well, see, that's also why I say like I 
I don't I don't really have a disagreement with what you're saying. I'm just stating the other side, um, which is like Billy Donovan running those three guard lineups is why I'm like, I think he'll be out there because he's a combo guard who's six five um, and who's catching shoot numbers. Well, I'm looking at now uh, last year, he was 38 percent from three on catch and shoot. He was worse when he was off the dribble. He was 31. So when he's just catching and shooting and he don't have to think about it, his numbers are better. So because that's about what Lonzo shoots from three is. 38 percent um so i think that's a good move go ahead please oh well i was just gonna say well that's what i think that's why i think he should take that uh next step to being that uh uh set up and shoot guy you know what i'm saying yeah um to me he's not that dude like zach who can take anybody off the off the dribble Mm -hmm. and when he does when he gets close to the uh to the hole to the paint Man, that, that ball going, that, that ball getting swatted. Kobe gets swatted a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there, every time I watch a game, I'm like, dude, why is he trying to take it to the hole? He's not that dude. He's too short. He, and he ain't big. Kobe, he, he got size, though. Ain't Kobe, yeah, he got size. He, he don't have, no, no, no. He's 6'5. Like, yeah, yeah, he's 6'5, but he, he, he looks but short. When he's I agree with you. He, he, he plays smaller for the years. Yeah, yeah, he and he doesn't have like a legitimate move. Um, no, he don't get him to the cup like that, and he doesn't draw fouls when he gets there. So it, that's another yeah. thing he don't do. So my whole thing is, if he can actually take the next step to do, being that uh, uh, set up and shoot guy, or if he can even figure uh, get a move for the paint, you know what I'm saying when he's there. But I don't, I don't see him as being a a, a paint finisher. He's not that guy. Mm. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, Dean, let me ask you about a guy you've been, uh, I wouldn't say mean about, but, you know, slightly critical of during his time here. And that's Zach Levine. Uh, Seeing what he's done now, uh, having, you know, finally gotten a gold medal with Team USA, knowing he's had that experience now of being considered one of the best players in the game, because that's, you know, kind of who he was around, you know what I'm saying, with Team USA. Uh, seeing how the team is believing in him and has built around him. Uh, where do you put Zach Levine now? And do you what do you expect from him uh, this season? Zach Levine. Um, so the summer, the Olympic experience could only help. It's only, it's only going to help his game. It's only going to help his leadership. It's only going to help his confidence and things like that. Now, to me, Zach Levine is still like a third tier, like star. If if tier number one is KD, LeBron, Steph, you know those guys who could who can put you on your back and win a championship. You know tier number two is is the the unguardable, but they might need a little bit of help. You know what I'm James saying? James Harden, James Harden, James Harden, Dame Lillard, those guys. Mm-hmm. Tier three is like he he gonna get busy regardless, but I'm not sure, you know, he he needs to, I'm not sure if he's at that point where he can carry a team still. Um, with the cast around him, though, it should make him better. I think he's he's tier three, he's a star. Uh, you know, he could he can make that leap from star to superstar. You know what I'm saying? This year, but he has to um he has to prove it, man. This, this I think this is the year, you know, like um the Bulls had they had a a, a a section of last season where they were somewhat competitive and he got some, some national notoriety. And then this summer right here, 
So folks ain't gonna be surprised that Zach Levine dropping 27. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now it's just like, okay, you got the stats. Where's your impact? The intangibles gotta come now. You know what I'm saying? You got a playmaker with him that's gonna get him some easy shots. Like, where's the impact that that Zach Levine impact? You know, like, you know, like that Steph impact, you know, LeBron impact. Like when they even if they got an off night, that impact is being felt. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I would say he like in that third tier. Like still, he's a star, but I don't know if, if he can impact the game. His impact is it's not there yet. I'm not saying he can't get it there because I didn't think he would get this far with the Bulls. Yeah, we know. But, we know. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not happy about having two two mixed dudes in the starting lineup either. <laughs> that, that, never, that never works, does it? <laughs> that always fails. Never works. Unless, nope. they, splash, unless they splash brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's what it is, really? Oh. Steph, Steph Mama White? Oh, Steph, man. Lady. Oh, no, no, she's Creole. Brothers. His mom is Creole. Okay, man, that'll mm-hmm. count, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, bro, that don't count. You said light skin. I'm saying. You said mixed. You said mixed. 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 Okay. Right. okay. I ain't hating on the mixed, bro. That that's <laughs> that's kind of what that sounds like, but go ahead. Yeah. All right. Alonzo, hey, you remember uh, like those, I'm trying to get serious, though. You, you ever see like them old like Greek statues of like the the dude with curly hair with the with the messed up nose and shit? Man, they was brothers, man. Them, them was dark skinned Greeks. That's why they look like Alonzo. Like, Here go, go, go my problem. You said, "Hold on, let me get serious for a minute." <laughs> <laughs> Some Greek mythology going on here. I really thought she was about to give me something. Hey, right but here. the original Greeks was black. <laughs> I know, but he, I thought he was about to. He, he was oh. trying to get one off. Lonzo, you you a bull now? You my man, but you you look like. Uh, uh, Bill Maher with like a perm or some shit. <laughs> Bill Maher with the perm. <laughs> Why you get on Lonzo? Oh, man. Oh, man. I swear Bill Maher don't bad. even look like he white. He look like a uh, a brother who painted his face with. Oh, <laughs> like, he look weird to me, man. He low-key racist, too. Okay. Yeah. Low-key low key Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. <laughs> it took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> just turning right. back around a little bit. Let's get back in that car. It took that wheel a little bit. Your feelings on uh, Zach Levine, do you agree with what D says about him being that third tier star who kind of still needs to prove it? No, it, yes. Um, but um, here's he was moving up to the second tier before COVID. And one of, one of the things I, I like to gauge how great a player is, is if they could carry, be the best player on their team, and then get their team to the playoffs, when the, when the team is expected to go to playoffs, and maybe when the team overachieves. And he was on that trajectory to be the guy that took his team to the playoffs. And so he, he was he was kind of open the door to get to get into that room where the second tier superstars live and hang out hang out and chill and drink beer and go over Greek mythology. But um but uh yeah, COVID happened and they didn't they didn't get, get there quite. But I, I do agree he's not, of course, number one. There's like six players in the more, no top tier, no top tier stars. Um but this is it. This is this is when, you know, every year he's gotten better. I don't. I don't expect him to drop thirty a game. He's like what twenty seven points. I don't know. He's gonna drop thirty, but he should be better with this team. He should maybe. He may even score less, but he should play better. He should. He should. His percentage 
shooting percentage should remain around fifty percent. He should get better shots. His assists should go up. He should better get more steals because the players around him are better defensively. So he can, you know, shoot the gaps a little bit more, gamble a little bit more because the team in general is better. So everything about his game should elevate this year. So D, I hope he gets to the second. That's that's what this year is about, kind of right? Is like can he take a step into that second tier stardom? And generally, the Olympics is is part. It's a stop on my journey, right? Go to the Olympics, come back, get a gold, show the team that I got a gold medal. You don't, I'm dope. Ah, ha, ha. Let's go, let's win. So, it, 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 yeah. So if it's all, if it's if it's the, if, if it's if history tells us anything, this team should you know get to the playoffs and is that Levine? Cause you know, do a spotlight. What happened to the last Bulls? They got a gold medal in international play. Who Jimmy Butler? Was he on the Bulls when that happened? Yeah. He was on the Bulls when he went and got a gold medal, and then that's when he started kind of elevating and becoming, you know, that dude okay, right after he came back. Then. My point is down. There. I was going to oh, say okay. Derrick Rose came back and beat Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that gold, baby. Yeah, it does. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Tone. Tone, talk to me about that. Oh, what, as far as the gold? Or? Yeah, what, what that kind of does to a player. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, it's a certain status with that gold medal, man. Like, I, I did some research. The gold medal is only worth about $800. But um, when you're a person like a Zach or something, that the price goes up even more. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, like to D's point of being a tier th- three guy and to Dub's point of like, he should be taking that tier two. I don't see him as a one at all, no. a tier one guy. By the way, D, how many tiers are there? Because uh, <laughs> like, what's I mean, the lowest tier? I'm thinking about Lori Marketing. Where what tier is he? Tier ten, <laughs> tier tier eleven, tier thirty six. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the tier of the lost children or something. Oh man, lost children. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, he is the tier, tier Hopefully. high, a high rate, a bad of a over over expectations or something. Hopefully, hopefully, with this team being more uh, rounded out, maybe that'll help Laurie too. But I mean, back to your point with Zach. Yeah, I know Dave. He won't be here. He won't be here. He won't be here. Laurie will not be here. Bye bye. He on the tier rec leave MVP. (laughs) Church leave. Hey, you know what? If it gives us more assets, then I'm I'm like, yeah. He can be gone, <laughs> but but that gold medal uh, like legitimizes you just as much as a, uh, almost as much as a uh, championship ring does. You know, it puts you in that that company of like, yeah, you play for your country. If that's important to you, and uh, it just it just makes him it just brings his status up. Now, again. Can he come back and take this team to the playoffs? He should. He should, especially now with these moves. I got a question for all three of y'all. Well, hold on, hold on your question. Chris, you wanted to ask something first? Oh no, I'm good. Okay, go ahead, D. No, I'll be talking out of turn, man. I'm reckless. Sorry. No, go right here. You the guess. <laughs> no, um, so you know it's rare, man. We got three people on the team average a dub. Who who not gonna average 20 this year? Zach, Booch, or or DeRozan? Who gonna take a step back? Not you know who who not gonna average twenty when when I'm the big say three. DeRozan. Yeah, it should be DeRozan. Get around at 17, 18, DeRozan. Yeah. 
I think that, and he'll be that guy that has that game. Like Tone talked about having that other score when everybody else kind of ain't scoring. And then he gets the ball and he'll have 34. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. nobody else is like that. It's kind of like what I'm doing because, be, dude, because of these moves, I actually started playing 2K again. Like, I ain't played 2K in like a year and a half. And because Man, of we got to play, bro. I updated the rosters and now I'm like, oh, this game is fun. Like, you're like oh, okay, I see what's up. And it's kind of okay. what I do there. Like, when I'm playing a good team and everybody else is shut down, the Rosen will go off at like 38. You know what I mean? So, but regardless of that, like, that's the thought I had when I think about him because he's not, like Chris said, he's not coming here to be the man. Like, we, we're not asking him to. When I ask him to be that dude, honestly, he, in my head, he, he's the third option. Uh, D, I don't know what you feel option uh, he is, but in my head, he's three behind uh, Zach and Vooch. He's yeah. that third guy. And I think he's very, very comfortable with that, you know, being in his 12th season where he's become more of a facilitator also. He, he has the most assists he's ever averaged last year. He averaged seven assists a game. And he was playing the three last year. And he still had a game where he dropped 52. Like, he's still who he is. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So this will do nothing but help him. And he'll do his damage for sure with, I think, the second unit and in the fourth quarter when, when the game is tight and you need a bucket and you know he can get to the foul line. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. I think that's really where his, his damage uh, will come at. Yeah, that, that makes me feel good too, man. I'm sick of tie game or down – two and Zach with that amazing first step doing step back threes to win the game. Yeah. Like seriously, even though the ball probably still be in Zach's hands, but like we got another option who could, who knows like, yo, put your head down, go to the back paint and, and do something. Mm-hmm. But I agree with y'all. I think um, DeMar might hover around that 17, 18 game. Yeah, he, he seems to embrace the, even as an interview to the media, he embraced that role. He, you know, he, of course he, he put the value on, uh, well, leadership, you know, having experiences a lot because you know he's obviously that's what he is. So he has to, you know, you know, pump that up a little bit. But um, but yeah, but he still, you know, um, saw a lot of value and um, and embraces that. I think he showed that he embraced that role. You know, as far as being that third guy and not being the number one. And uh, to your point, D, man, can you imagine like all the extra passes we're going to see, like Demar Derozan back cutting, and then you know, just like you're going to see a lot more stuff. Telling you, man. Also, you know, that Zach, you know, now is that the step back, you know, is different. You know what I'm saying? Just, it, I can't wait for the season to start because the team's going to look different and they should look better. Has there ever been a team with two dunk champs? Two oh, dunk champs. Spud Webb and Neat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and DeMar and uh, Terrence Ross, right? Yeah, they played together, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they Oh, God, DeMar won a dunk contest. I swear yeah. to God. No, dude, no, it's going to be crazy oops, dude. That's what Lonzo said. Lonzo was like, man, I'm ready, man. Throw some oops to say. He said, I hope Zach is ready, man. Because uh, hey, I, I think the offense is gonna be just incredible. Mm-hmm. I think I it's gonna be incredible once they jail, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything... I think it's I think the Bulls are gonna surprise people. Yeah, that they're looking like they they're gonna be that team like the Knicks were kind of last year. Mm-hmm. How they just kind of came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. nobody was thinking about them. Cause even when I look at them being discussed in the national media. I can tell they haven't watched the Bulls in years. <laughs> like, even just here, I'm like, no, nah, this is a different front office, bro. Like, no, the, the ball-headed menace is not our coach anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we got, we, we different now. You know, like, it's a whole different thing going on here. You know, that, that's 
funny nationally too. Watching, watching the national people comment on local teams, and they still have the uh, like the Bulls still have that rep, uh, that reputation of having those idiots in in the front office before. I'm not saying they name oh, a dumbass on the court. I'm not saying his name, you know. And I'm sitting there looking like y'all didn't see none of the games last. Like this team is making moves different, mm-hmm. and they're still stuck on those old regimes, which is weird to me. Yeah, yeah. I guess it yeah. helps. Them I guess you got to go like and that. prove it first. Got to go prove it. Yeah, it's true. You got to go prove it. I can't wait for them to do that. Can, can I ask you guys a question? Are, are, are you guys real quick? Are you guys? I know. I'm saying yeah. I know the answer to this question, but the Bulls are now. Are they out of NBA hell? Like, where are they at now? Because generally, you know, this should be a playoff team, right? Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we? How do? Are we okay with with? Uh, obviously, is everyone here okay with the path? So, AK kind of like set for this team because right now we're in the playoffs and we could lose in the first round a bunch of times. At some point, we're gonna be like, all right, what's going on? So, are we okay? This is just a season where we're like, just have fun. We're finally gonna win some games. Are, are you don't tell you guys at all gonna have any apprehension about being excited because this man, man we're not better the, than that. This is a season where I, I want to see some improvement and have fun, and hopefully we can get to the playoffs. Like to like again, once again, these tell, talking about the uh, tier one, tier two guys. I don't feel like we have a tier two yet. I don't feel like Zach has proved tier two yet, and. We don't have a tier one, so I don't feel like we're out of basketball hell. I still feel like until we're 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 like in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we're legitimately challenging a team like Brooklyn Nets or something, then I still feel like we're in some sort of hell. We're not in the last level of hell where it's ice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I still feel like there's some hell here. <laughs> okay. It's high, but it ain't that high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. AC. But I um I feel like this we had to do what we did, you know. Basketball hell, yes and no, because most likely now instead of having a four through nine lottery pick, we probably gonna be you know, sixteen through nineteen, you know, we go we're gonna have sixteen through twenty one, we're gonna have a most likely a role player we picking up, you know, in the lottery. I mean, the draft now. So we're not going to have a, a chance of getting the number one pick. But the thing to be uh, optimistic for, we got two players who we know what they are, 25 or younger. Is Zach still 25? Mm-hmm. 20. Or might be 26 now? Yeah, no, he's 27. Okay, and Lonzo, 23. Let me see. And... Zach, we know what Zach gonna be at least for the next five or six years. We know Alonzo gonna be his game, he can be there for the next 10 years. And I like I like that moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Even if say DeMar only got this, you know, two, three years left in him, you know. And you know, we got we got two players if the Bulls treat them right, that we can we can build around. Mm-hmm. You know, so but you know, like I said. Steps, man. I I expect playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe went around. I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I expect playoffs. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're in hell at all anymore because I've mm. been in hell these past few years, so I know what hell is. <laughs> this ain't got, this ain't hell at all. Yeah, this ain't the Frank Barry either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. This ain't Ron Mercer. Like, I, this ain't, this ain't, uh, this ain't Mercer, Red Kurt. Dude, stop, uh, D. I'm just saying this ain't his years. I ain't saying it ain't got nothing to do with his game. Hey, I'm saying this ain't his years. Top five mid-range. That's nice. We was trash, okay, is what I'm telling you. They were atrocious. That's why I have to say that. Um, This ain't like Dickie Simpkins getting 18 a game and, and Red Kerr like, hey, Dickie! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I saw hey, trash. Was, I know him, bro. His what was his high? 18. 18, <laughs> bro. I saw the game. I, I've never. <laughs> Red Kurt, rest in peace, bro. He was going crazy on him, bro. Get guy! Hey! <laughs> Trying to find anything, man. I love that dude, man. But that's hell. This ain't this ain't hell. I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I get confused about that term basketball hell sometimes. Because I'm like, well, heaven is the only heaven is for one person is because they win a championship. Like it's hell if you go to a finals and lose. Like you know what I mean? It's it hell is. if you go it repeatedly is. and lose. Like okay, that's hell. That's tough. That's hard. Uh, but I don't look at it like that. Hell is losing often, all the time. Depression, sadness. You don't even want to watch this team. You know what I'm saying? That's hell. Being in the playoff hunt. You know what I'm saying? Being a, fighting for a top four seed. Uh, you know, fighting to get to the Eastern Conference, fight, stuff like that, that's awesome because you have a vision, you have a plan, you know what you're trying to do and you're building towards that. Uh, it's kind of like the Denver Nuggets. I don't think that's basketball hell in Denver, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not picked to go to a finals, but you know what I mean? Who know, Anything could really truly happen, like, once you get to the playoffs. Like, anything. We just saw that this year. Like, anything could truly happen. You don't know. But yeah. Being in contention is what I'm talking about. That's that's the, that's where you want to be. You want to be in contention. Now I don't want to lose on the first round every year. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't want to do that. But I don't feel like they they're built to do that. Like nothing about AK and Mark Eversley says I'm first round exit. Nothing about them says that. Everything says, dude, we trying to win and win now and and consistently. So I'm ro- I'm rolling with that. Like that's that's what I'm I'm rolling. With. All right, let me ask you, um, uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you because we haven't talked about this yet. But uh, Summer League has kicked off for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, so we got to see a few of the guys uh, that we were pretty much looking at. But let me start with number one, who was Patrick Williams. Uh, how has he looked to you? Uh, how has he seen to you? And what are your feelings now after seeing what he's done in Summer League? It's wonderful to see him force his offense. Man, you lit up. Like, son, you lit up. Like, look at you. You got happy. Yeah, I know. This light kept brighter and everything. It's weird. I thought you were Very tripping. Butterflies. But, you know, we, we've all been asking for Patrick Williams to impose your offense. Let me get my you know, <laughs> to, uh, to be more aggressive offensively and, and, and sort of be more, you know, be more aggressive on the offensive end, particularly. Because we want to see what it looks like, and we want to see him, you know, succeed and fail and learn and get better. Because you're going to get better if you try to score the ball, right? If you try to score, fine, you're gonna mess up, but but learn from your mistakes and then get better. So it's wonderful to see these games and watch him try to, you know, force his offense, you know, against the defense. 
And when he does that, I'm learning that he has a lot to learn in offense, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is which is cool because that's what summer league is for. I'm learning that he's no, he doesn't understand, you know, how to you know, set the double teams, you know, and play off the double teams, you know, just little stuff like that. You go, okay, he's not good at that, you know, but but we all know that these mistakes he's going to learn from is going to, you know, help him get better, you know, when it, when it, he gets to a, a better team, you know, during the season. And he should be way, way better. Um, so yeah, he stood out to me, especially he's grown. He just looks different. There are certain players on the court when you see them, it is like he's special. Like when you turn the TV on and see Pat Williams on the court, like I don't know who that dude is, but there's something about that dude. You know, he's like six, seven, it's like he's being built out of bricks or something. <laughs> and he should do something. And he does something, you're like, okay, I got him. He's cool, he's straight. So yeah, Pat's been fun to watch. Um, his demeanor, you know, his confidence, you know, his uh, obviously getting a chance to see him you know, sort of lead the lead lead squad on the floor and be the man on the floor in summer league is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I have fun watching Pat Williams. D, how's your feelings on uh, Patrick Williams? Uh, actually, yeah, I feel the same. Um, as Dub, as far as like summer league, I think the most important, the only important thing is like what Pat Williams look like. Um, because he's the only one that's on the roster that we know we know for sure that's going to be on our roster. And like to me when when you can drop 30 against NBA caliber talent, that that proves something. To me that says that's something to me summer league or not there's still people who could possibly make the NBA they still best players in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you can drop 30 and and clearly be the best player on the court against that to me, that's saying something. So, like, I got high hopes for Pat, man, for real. I got, I got high hopes, man. Hopefully, hopefully, and like Dub say, man, he he still got a lot to learn, you know. But he proved that he can create his own shot, and and he could he can get aggressive if necessary. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's thumbs up a little bit, you know. I'm a little optimistic, but he dropped thirty against against the best players in the world. Tone, you're feeling on, on Pat Will? Yeah, I can I can only echo what Dub and uh, D said. <clears throat> Y'all know I was on record uh, about Patrick Williams not being aggressive. And I understood, yeah, he's a rookie. He's not even 20 years old. So I understood that, you know, he had to take his time. And But, man, he looks like he can be a monster. He just looks like he can be a monster. If yeah. he can just get cognizant of the plays and when to be aggressive, I just, I think he can grow, man. I think he's gonna be a monster. Hmm. I want to add on to real quick. Uh, just seeing him being a ball handler. Now, you know, I love players who do everything on the court. Seeing him embrace being ball, a ball handler in summer league, I, I love, I, I love that. So that, so that tells me already that he's already improved as a basketball player. That he's willing to handle the ball and try to run an offense. His defense, his defense has been good on the ball too as well. Uh, he just stopped his damn one handed passes. I know it's summer league. I know you got big hands and everything, but dude, put your hands on the ball and pass the ball, man. <laughs> Don't be doing that stuff in when the season starts. Keep that in the summer league. Yeah, like that. yeah I'm done, man. <laughs> you know what's real? Like, it wasn't even the improvement I saw on the court, which was obvious. But for me, it was the other stuff he was doing. Uh, when the team was talking about how he was taking a more vocal approach uh, with mm. that team in summer league, how he was the one that was snapping on them at halftime when they was getting whooped on. I can't remember what mm. team was, was killing. I think it was the Spurs that was killing them. And they came out and came back and won the game. 
It was like, no, Pat Pat Will was the vocal one. And in that fourth quarter, they were like, Pat Williams was like, give me the ball and get out the mm. way. Like he was saying that, like, give me the ball. I'm, I'm going to go win it. Like it's that. That's what impressed me more than anything. Cause that let me know his mental was catching up to what we already kind of thought, you know, he was. So yeah, the improvement on the court, awesome, incredible. Like Dove says, the man looks like a, a looks like a cartoon character. Like he looks like a Mortal Kombat character, bro. Like he built, like he's ready for this. But it's the mental approach, uh, what has really truly impressed me. And knowing that he's going to be like the fourth or fifth fifth option on this team, like Chris said, that eliminates a lot of the flaws that we probably saw in summer league, like those passes Chris talked about and those things. Like he's not going to be asked to do that stuff. So. That, that Yeah, I was really impressed with him mentally and, and, and stuff like that. But, um, D, I wanted to ask you this question. And honestly, I'm asking because I'm, I'm curious about the knowledge, but I expect some comedy. Um, Marco Simonovic, uh, the Euro player that has come out, sir. Uh, I just want to know your opinion on his game because uh, I know you're not a fan of uh, European players in general. Uh, so I'm just curious to what you think about uh, his yeah. game and what he contributes to the Bulls here. Dude, I wish I had more input, but I'm not. I ain't seen a lot of them. Damn. That, see, I was ready for jokes. I was, I was ready <laughs> for the comedy, man. I was ready for it. I mean, I, I can make up some stuff. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. But let me go to let me go to Chris, because Chris uh, got to look at him. Yeah. Chris got to look. Chris, what, do, what are your feelings on uh, young Marco? So here are my feelings. So Dave, he did something. I want to I I I I see how well Dave knows me. Sure. Dave, he did something. That I hate what seven footers do in the game oh. that annoyed the hell out of me. Uh, he didn't go up and dunk the ball on someone who's a foot shorter than him. Yeah, Chris hates the him. dude guarding him under the basket. Dude was a foot shorter than you. He turned to his right and got blocked. Like he, you're seven foot tall. Why are you letting? Like, okay, now, so so he does a lot of things. The, the way he got the ball, I know the play you're talking about. The <laughs> See? He, the ball, he was kind of out of position and off the wrong the, foot when he went who up. Cares? Why? Who cares? Why? Who cares? My nephew's on me. My little nephew's rhythm, on me. Try to rhythm rhythm kind of matters, bro. Dude, look, come on, man. He acted he had kind of scared. He got the ball. Oh, my God. Dude's guarding me. He had dude's un, literally picked under the under the basket. Literally. That dude's turning around and dunking the dude, laying the ball in. He got scared, he got nervous, and the dude blocked the shot, and he's a foot shorter than you. But with that, but with that said, that's that that that's alarming to me. But with that said, though, he does a lot, he's good. He's in the right position all the time. He looks like a he looks like he's gonna be like a good pro center. Right. You know, like <laughs> right. like he, he doesn't stand out, he doesn't want to stand out on the court. He, the defense is in the right spots. You know, offensively, he's in the right spots. He's not afraid to drive the ball to the hoop. He can't jump, and he's not athletic. He can't really finish, but he will go to the hoop and get fouled. I do appreciate that. But I I, I get annoyed when I see a guy who's seven footer who can't post up somebody who's six foot tall. That that annoys the hell out of me. But uh, otherwise, as far as, like, he's okay, he's cool. You know, he's cool. I, he's going to be all right. You know, I don't. I haven't seen the, the, the three-point shot. I don't know whether he shot, like, two threes in the summer league so far. I haven't seen a lot of he, – he's just okay. Right place, right time, in the game plan, a guy I have on the team. I don't see anything special about him. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's that's basically – he, he's going to be around. Okay. He's a, yeah. Tom, you have anything that – What would you yeah. say there, D? Bulls love a big white dude. 
There, there it is. <laughs> I knew he was gonna give me something. I knew he was gonna give me something. <laughs> Tone, did you uh, get a chance to check out Marco? And uh, if you did, uh, uh, no, I have not checked him out yet. I gotta uh, watch his uh, yeah. highlight. Uh, well, let, let me say this about he. He for me is the anti-Lowry. I'll say that yeah. because one, he likes going in the paint. <laughs> He's not afraid to go in the paint. And even though he can shoot threes, he don't camp out there. He he really wants to be in the paint doing stuff in the paint. Um, and Chris is right. Like I remember that play when when he went up and it said look, six. Yeah, I, I do remember that play and got blocked because he tried to finesse it instead yes. of just going up. You know, vicious with it. He tried to finesse it. And Chris is right. Um, but other than that, I that was I never really saw him go up weak. I saw every time he went up, it was to go score. And that's how he was getting fouled. Uh, it's because he was going up strong. It, so when you're a guy who's not creating his own shot and a guy who's not, you know, standing at the three-point line pump faking and stuff, the only way you're creating fouls is because you're going up strong in the paint and you're getting fouled that way. So for me, that said that he has some toughness about him. He's bigger than I thought he was. Uh, he definitely got stuff to work on. I ain't saying he's perfect out here. He definitely, oh my God, he got stuff to work on, bro. Oh, uh, especially on the defensive end. Even though he's in position, he I I never I rarely see him block anybody's shot. Uh, even though he's in position out there, I rarely see that happen. But offensively, dude, he had a play that I tried to. <laughs> I wanted to do a like Hubie Brown commentary on because I was so <laughs> impressed by it. Because the ball was on the ground, and he was down there fighting for the loose ball, and then the ball goes out. And when the ball goes out to Patrick Williams, he's the first person down the floor. He outran everybody down. The, I'm talking about the entire the other team and his teammates. He went outran everybody down the floor, got the ball for the easy layup. I, I was so impressed by that. Just his motor is really, really high. And then in an interview, he said, he said, no, I, that's what I like to do. He said, I want to outrun, especially the centers. I want to outrun them all up and down the floor. That's what I want to do. And you you kind of saw that, which again spoke to the transition that these guys are trying to play uh, with Lonzo Ball, you know, with Zach Levine and those kind of guys. So immediately I think of him with Lonzo uh, running up and down the floor because if he's running, you're going to get rewarded. That's that's the rule in basketball. D can tell you when the big man's running, you, you got to feed him. Yeah. yeah, easy, easy money. Like you give it to him. So I like the fact that he does that. He knows yeah. he's tall, <laughs> and he yeah. he utilizes it. Yeah, and to your point, and that's that's what's weird about him is like he's not trying to dominate the game, but he knows how to impose. This is what something something we had against Larry. Impose his game the way he plays onto the game. So, right. yes, he's not athletic, but he tries to go to the basket and score. He's not scared to go to the basket and get the shot block and get and get fouled. He likes to bring the ball down the court real fast yeah, and right, get it started. Right. He drew a four middle just go, just run it, running, just go recreate. I run out, get in my spot. Like, oh, okay, this guy actually wants to run a break, but he knows, okay, I get the ball to the point guard. Right. But he's playing. He's playing, but he, he's engaged into the game. Yeah. And, and, and I, that, that's uh, yeah, there's something to that. There's value to that. Yeah. With them. But, yeah, lots to work yeah. on, though, still. Though. Lots to work on. He's a second-round pick. but So, yeah, it's stuff to work on. But I'm excited to actually watch him grow and develop. So I like to see it. So I, I got to see it. I got to pay attention to him now. Yeah, yeah, check him out, D. Check him out. Uh, yeah, and, 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 you know, be as harsh as you, I'm sure you will be. Oh, uh, when you, when you see him, quick question. Uh, uh, sure. Quick question. We y'all watching the uh, 
the uh, first of all, how come baseball don't come on TV no more? It only come on cable. Oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> Bruh, D, you you see what? I can't, I can't, I ain't. I, why did the Bears game come on so early yesterday? Oh, I missed it. And where the hell can I watch preseason games? How come it's not one on today, right now? The uh, Bulls they come on like NFL. He talk, he you went from baseball to football, so he didn't get confused. <laughs> I mean, it's just oh, weird. So. It's weird, man. I can't find it. First, first of all, first of all, first of all, this is the digital divide, right? This is where like the sports decided to like kill all the poor people who can't afford cable or the or don't want cable. Actually, now you're forced to have like a cable, you know, for in that connection. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's kind of sucks. It sucks, man. A little bit, but let me yeah, say you something. can watch it on uh NBC. They they show a lot of those preseason games at night. They do. Thank God I got my bootleg uh basketball station. <laughs> Fun, All fact. Right. <laughs> Fun fact. And, I know I know we sure, know right. I ain't telling nobody only, over the air. Only one of these joints sell this flavor. What's that one, bro? It's a banana cream pie blizzard. Life oh, that's so good. That's so good. On right. King is changing life. <laughs> I'm not big on banana flavor stuff. Dude, hey, my, my, Dude, my, you don't my like girl that. hate banana flavor stuff. There's only two things. So two things that told that I'm not a big fan of. That's that's yogurt and bananas. That's it. Oh, I don't know, man. It seems like you don't like nothing. <laughs> you gotta agree with Tone on that one. Hold on, hold on. What do I not eat? Yogurt is yogurt, bananas, and everything else. You be like, man, I don't want that. Like you, yeah. I eat everything. <laughs> oh, Dub, are you are you the one that don't like Hooter Wings? No. Oh my God, are you blasphemy. That's all I lived on the college with Hooter Wings. Oh, don't confuse, don't ever say that to me, man. <laughs> Dang, yo, right, I, I, you on that one, it got me through college, man. I found the Hooters and no. <laughs> No, nah, I, I like everything. I like everything. I just, it just bananas and yogurt is just two things that I'm like, I'm not a fan of. Who, who doesn't like Hooter Wings? They got the crust and everything up in it. Oh, it's man, the- you making me want one, man. <laughs> well, that's not really hard, Tom. <laughs> 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 it really ain't. <laughs> not hard to do. All right, since we're here, let's get into it then, guys. Let's get into what's, it. What's the topic, man? Are let's get into about- this annual. Please, sir, calm yourself. Enjoy your dessert. <laughs> Let's get into the tournament <laughs> of trash. This is the seventh annual tournament of trash. Um, people now set their calendars to this because they know when trash season approaches, then the bull season is not far behind. <laughs> That's exactly how we plan it. And we glad people understand that and enjoy it. So we don't think this year will be in, any worse than that. Um, very proud of this topic. Uh, Chris uh, came up with this topic. Uh, we put this together. <laughs> put this together. It's your first uh, one. We, we enjoy it. Excuse me. Is Dub first first time making the topic? Uh no. We we, no, we, we collab on it usually. You know what I'm saying? Some like last year, yeah. I, I would I said all boiling. I, that was all me off the top of my brain. And this year, this one was all dub off the top of his brain. And I thought it was great. Um, kind of turns the tables a little bit. And and I enjoyed that aspect of it. So this year's. 20, 2021 tournament of trash is worst ball sports takes. Yeah, <laughs> I dig it and I enjoy it. Okay. And also, let me tell you that mm. this includes the entire ball sports family. 
So mm. if you have a segment on ball, D Jackson, I'm looking at you. You are on the tournament along oh, with this Dub is hilarious. And myself. Oh, Worst ball sports takes. <laughs> Tone is there are no winners in this. The only winners are the fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I, if I'm on his list, I'm getting eliminated first round. Yes. <laughs> well, well, again, let me again. I've already oh, taken care of awesome. that. Let me set these rules oh, here for yes. you, left and right. As everyone knows, because of things like D. Jackson has just said, Chris and I both have a uh, veto vote to just keep the integrity of ball sports together. And also, since uh, D. Jackson is involved on this list, Tone, the onus will be on you mm. when D. Jackson is involved in ones we call. The onus will be on you to tell us who goes to the next round. So if wow. it involves D, oh, I will be at And I know you hate making decisions. But when it involves D, I, it is on you to make the decision about who goes to the next round. So I, obviously, Chris and I are definitely on this list. It's been a, we've said some things. <laughs> so things have been said. They weren't great. Some of these things weren't great. When I put the list out on Twitter, the biggest compliment I got from uh, someone was, you know what? These aren't that terrible. These are these are actually not that bad. You know, these aren't terrible takes. And then I got some DMs from people like, who the hell said that? <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's an answer. Neither one was Chris or me. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> these are all true. These are all been said. These have all been fact checked. <laughs> these are all. These are all true this things awesome. that have been said, though. And they all, you can find them on our podcast. Uh, network you can put them up the shows are up you can it happened <laughs> so without further ado well, I know we I got our it. two regions uh there are 16 teams vying for the championship we have our two regions we have the trash region and we have the garbage region uh i'll actually i'll go this year since you're not involved tone which region should you start with here the garbage or the trash Man, oh, you know I like trash. Right. I'm gonna go with garbage. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> garbage region. Garbage region. Going with Oscar right. the Grouch. These takes, the, the, you can vote on this one because these takes do not involve you right here. So this region is uh, the one. regions aren't set up as to whether it's Chris and I or you and I like that. They're just come all trash and terrible things compiled together. Mm. to see who wins oh this all great trust me i'll let you know when when it's time for uh tone to vote i'll, I'll let you know when to step back sir and, and let people know enjoying your dessert the people know d did not see determine about the bracket yet he has not he yes. chose not to see the bracket they <laughs> will <laughs> tell the bracket as the game goes along here, here we go hold on, hold on. <laughs> clarity so dub, dub came up with the topic did you come up with all 16 seasons? no so 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 yeah, this year I came up I came up with the topic. David and I met and had several meetings and conferences over the phone about everything I've said that was bad, that was worse. Everything they said, tone, we went through the list, everything you said. These things have to be said on the podcast. <laughs> they can be said in a text message. This is like everything said on the podcast. Yes. So we we went, say, we went we went weeks. We 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 went through our brains and everything we <laughs> 
shower. And it was like, okay. And I said that, didn't I? Okay. They were like, yeah. so that's yeah. what how it happened. And then when I, how I see it, I didn't see it. I just, I just see it. Try to, you know, of course, you see, you try to get good matchups. You try to, you know, rank the worst take, you know, versus the the the, the less worst take, least worst take, I guess. Mm -hmm. So that's how they see it. So, so y'all getting off easy? No. How so? I, 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 no, <laughs> I tell you what, we're not getting off easy because once we do this garbage region, once you get out the garbage region, you'll see why we're not yeah. getting off. Can we get? <laughs> it? Let, let me get let's, into it. Let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. One question. This is, sure. this is your second question, but go ahead. Second question. Mm -hmm. Because uh, y'all, y'all, it had to be said on the pod, right? Yes. Yeah. Do, do the do the fans know that the four of us got a group chat that never stops? <laughs> because y'all didn't say some blasphemous stuff. I'm sure. I don't know about yeah, blasphemous. I mean, I did say the Bucks were going to win in six, and you said the Suns were going to win in six. But I don't know about you know blasphemous. Okay, so is this you know just start the tournament? Is it? Only <laughs> I, said, let, can I, I told you in the podcast. He's defensive already. He's defensive already. He's playing Caruso defense already. Nobody's on the floor. Let the ball go up, son. <laughs> All right. And we're fair. It's fair. We're fair. Okay. Number one seed. Luca won't be good. That was said by Doug. Against the number eight seed, Malik Monk, which was also Doug. Now, <laughs> the number one seed, Luca won't be good. I mean... Dove was very adamant. <laughs> Dove was very adamant about Luca. That he just felt he was too slow for the game. He thought his game would not translate to the NBA. And when he, when I'm, I'm sending Dove text after watching him just drop 30, 10, and 10 constantly, like Dove, this dude's good. They're like, yeah, right, but we gotta see. I mean, it gotta be a few more times. I don't know. And then when it's consistently started happening over and over and. Dub was like, all right, all right, all right. That was bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dub did not think Luka Doncic uh, was going to be good. Is, is this correct, Dub? Yeah, that is correct. I thought he'd be okay <laughs> in the NBA. <laughs> he did. Because my, my, my excellent scouting, you know. Um, <laughs> your your own scouting, yes. <laughs> yes, my gym boarding and um, scouting. But uh, <laughs> Gar Foreman. Gar and scouting. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I, yeah. obviously he's taller than I thought he was. He's bigger than I thought he was. He's better than I thought he was. And this was like... A bad it took, me, it took me a while to accept this fact. It took me a while. <laughs> but, you right, know. But you got there. But you I got, got there. there. Yeah, after like a 40-point, 20-pound. <laughs> yeah, after <laughs> some kind of like, you know, game-winning shot in the playoffs. I was like, all right, he, he cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and Malik Monk also said by you, because I, I was at the draft party <laughs> where you were highly upset <laughs> when Malik Monk was not drafted by the Bulls. You were on mad, bro. Like, you were serious about Malik Monk, weren't you? Yeah, I love Malik Monk. He's one of the players that I rationally like more than, you know, for some reason. And that's my guy. I watched him in college play. He wheeled dunks in college, shot jump shots, and he could shoot. He's athletic. And I just wanted him on the Bulls at the time to run, you know, a break with um, Levine. But, um, He's yeah, he's a shooter. To be that guy that you a little play. short, but you know he's gonna win. This, he might win a championship, but that way now, you know, I don't know. Might win a title. He might have. Might, might get a ring. So D Jackson, this comes to you, sir. Uh, who moves on? Luca won't be good or Malik Monk. Okay, first, Dub, you weren't alone. I'm not gonna lie, dude. It was mad folks who thought Luca didn't look the part. You know what I'm saying? He's super slow. You know what I'm saying? He built like Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. You know what I'm saying? So like, 
How, how does this help the point, or does this just mean that everybody was wrong? What do, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't at the time. It wasn't as crazy. Well, I wouldn't say it won't be good, though, but we didn't know he was gonna be like you know what I'm saying. And no, coming he, out, of you heard him say he thought he would be okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. To your point, a lot of people also say he was like the next LeBron James. So, like, we had yeah, yeah, all spectrum. But there were people out there who thought he was like the next coming of LeBron James. So, and then I watched it. I'm like, yeah. Right. So, so D, yeah. who, who who moves on? Just tell them, please who moves on. Uh, Luka Doncic or, or Malik? I mean, I got to pick the Luka. But at the time, it wasn't as crazy as it sounds right now. Like, But Luka, that's the point of, of these takes. Like, you were takes, wrong. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you saying the Suns are winning six. You had no idea uh-huh. that it would happen that way. That's why it was a bad take. Because that's Luka how it ended move up. on. How dare you, yeah. Doug? <laughs> Don't worry. I, I got something for you. Don't worry. You're an idiot, Doug. Yeah, <laughs> I should have a podcast at all. He's not an idiot. He was just wrong. I don't deserve to be on this podcast, Dave. I'll take, I'll take myself right, out. Oh, I will redeem you. Don't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> you will be redeemed as this goes on. The next one, Tone, this will be on you. Okay. Number two seed. Rondo is not a good player, said by D. Jackson. Going against the number seven seed, Mo Bamba. That's me. <laughs> now, D. Jackson said, oh, definitely on our podcast, you can go back and hear that Rondo was not a good, not a good player. <laughs> he said this because he said that these, these were the words out of his mouth, not what episode? This is what you said. This what is what episode? you said. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like, I need to know, son. What was it? Tell me the year. Tell me the time. Where was I living? <laughs> what was the temperature outside? I need to know these things. But you've never been a big Rondo fan. Is this correct? Never, but I don't know if I ever said he wasn't a good player. You, I, I say he's a role player. Yeah, he's okay. yeah I guess he, yeah, he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Number two. See, it's, it's why it's number two. <laughs> role player. Damn. Mo against me, number seven seed Mo Bamba. I was extremely high on Mo Bamba. I thought Mo Bamba was that dude. I thought he was going to be the next one. And I was kind of mad the Bulls had passed on him. I just, I don't know what it was. I just saw his size. I saw his height. And I thought he could do everything, especially inside. And this dude has been hot trash juice every year since he's got the lead. And I just get disappointed every time I look at him. Like, dude, I really thought you was going to be that guy. You had a song named after you, man. Like, <laughs> you got a hit song with your name. But yeah, he's been trashed. So, Tone, who moves on? D. Jackson's take of Rondo is not a good player, or my take of Mo Bamba will be dope. Tone, don't let that, don't let Dave shut up, D. D. Stop, please, please, D. Let the man brother. Don't make me mute you, brother. Please, don't do this. (laughs) Don't give me a cash app. Hey, man, you know what's crazy, dog? Because I've been hearing D say Rondo wasn't a good player for a long time. <laughs> and you agree. I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just like, in what world though, bro? <laughs> Mo Bamba, I mean, look, we always, we, we gonna get at least two to three draft choices wrong every year. Somebody's gonna be projected as something. They not gonna. They just not gonna uh, show and prove. 
But man, D is Rondo. <laughs> Always wrong. God damn it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to choose D Jackson Rondo. Take. All right. So Rondo is not a good player. We'll be moving on. Tone, I didn't take you for the type to be easily influenced. <laughs> You thought wrong. <laughs> Number three seed. <laughs> the three seed. Cameron Payne <laughs> being terrible. Oh, Going against the number six seed. And I think the Cameron Payne being terrible was said by pretty much everybody here. Yeah. Vince, the number six seed. Okafor has more upside than Bobby Portis. Now... Yeah. First, let me deal with that was said by Dub and myself. Wow. Now, let me start with the number three seed of Cameron Payne. Everybody thought, listen, Cameron Payne, I thought, was the worst <laughs> basketball player on earth <laughs> at one point in time. I couldn't stand him. I thought he wouldn't have any career ever. I couldn't believe that teams were giving him chances. And then he goes to Phoenix and <laughs> not even just this year, in the, it started in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Like he was balling. Like in the bubble, he was balling. And then mm-hmm. it carried over. When Chris Paul was here, and I mean, all season long, he was solid. He was very good, and I'm shocked, and I'm still dumbfounded by it, and I don't understand it, but I guess I guess we was wrong about Cameron Payne, man, because, I mean, I didn't see it, but now he looks like a legitimate basketball player, guys. Like, I don't understand it, though. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> the number six seed. Yeah, when I see them, I had, when I, I had them lower, and I was like, no. We, he's, he was blasted on the Outsiders every night, made fun every of, night. on every national TV, everywhere. I'm like, no. And then he has a nerve to, in the finals, play like be the, play, be the best player in Phoenix in the finals. In the finals. In the, in the finals. I would never thought that in my life, that campaign, would, I would have said, who had a better game in the finals? Chris Paul or campaign? they be like, I don't know. Let me think about it for a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the fact that I can even say those words and say that question. It's weird. So yeah, he's number three, and uh, yeah. I think I think we all um, need to like. No, he was trash. We played. Don't get me wrong. He was trash. He was trash. But he be anything. But no, no. Yeah, no, we did not. Can't believe he did this. But the number six seed. <laughs> this was said by Chris and I in disagreement with D Jackson's statement, who said Bobby Portis has more upside than Jaleel Okafor, and Chris and I vehemently disagreed. <laughs> with D. Jackson when he said this. And D. Jackson was totally right. He was absolutely right. Bobby Portis definitely has more upside than Jaleel Okafor. Hell, he has a ring now. He was averaging, what, 18 a game during the season? Mm-hmm. He was one of the best three-point shooters in the league, like like 40% almost. Like He was excellent during the season, man. But we didn't think he had more upside than Jaleel Okafor. Oh, boy, we were damn <laughs> Oh yeah, and we 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 carried the banner for banner for a long time on the podcast. Yeah, we carried that banner. So D, I'm gonna give this one to you, D. Uh, Number three C, Cameron Payne, or Okafor has more upside than Bobby Portis, the number six C. Okay, so we all guilty for Cameron, you know, and he balling. Yeah, he he definitely balling, but um, I smell an upset. Yeah, I'm shocked. Because. <laughs> no, not because I said it. Mm-hmm. Jaleel Okafor, is he – I know he – was he on the roster last year? He's barely yeah, he, in the league. He, if he's yeah. barely in the league. He's on the roster. He's on the roster. And he looked like – I saw him play. 
They played on some team from the 2010 team in the NBA played for. Yeah, sure. He played the full season? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know if he's going to be in the league next year. And Bobby Portis. Saying, I got to get my cord, bro. Bobby Portis just got a ring and a contract. Yeah. You know? And, and Jaleel Okafor looked like Ryan Leslie. So, <laughs> once I put them two together... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's an upset, B. You're my diamond girl. <laughs> they look like Ryan Les. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so you're saying the number six seed moves on, D? Okay, because we always wrong about campaign, but like saying Okafor had, had more upside than Bobby Portis. Now Bobby Portis just got a contract and a ring, and Okafor may not be in the league next year. Yeah. Upset. All right. Smell up, say I don't know. Y'all can right. be though if y'all want to. No, I, I don't think it's very that's very true. Everything is very fair. The number six seed shall move on. Okafor is case. more upside than Bobby I'm Portis. Addicted to you. It was <laughs> 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 um <laughs> let's move on to the last one of this region. The number four seed. <sighs> Lowry marketing. <laughs> That's definitely me. It's <laughs> definitely me right there. Lowry marketing against the number five seed. Vooch is not an all-star. That was D. Jackson. So everyone knows my love and fascination with Lowry marketing from pretty much the beginning. Since he got here, I was writing articles about him for NBC Sports Chicago, about his hot sauce and his ranch dressing. I, I, he was my guy. Like, I just knew I saw the second coming of Dirk when I saw this man, and especially when I would watch him overseas and what he was doing, and none of that translated <laughs> to when he got here. I don't know what happened. It's like his brain left, and he forgot that he was good. He just wanted to stand at three-point line and shoot, and he's not a great shooter, as Chris always points out. He's not a, the greatest three-point shooter. He just looks like he should be shooting in 40%, but he's not. He's scared to go to the bucket, but then he'll go dunk on you, which is shocking. He has the most missed dunks of a dude when he goes to the bucket I've ever seen in my life. And I mean, it's, he got benched for Daniel Tice, a guy who comes off the bench anyway. And it was the right move. <laughs> like, like that it was, it was, it's been a total letdown and a total disappointment that hurts my heart. That Lowry marketing turned out to be this. And I don't even want him on my team anymore. So yeah, I was dead wrong about Lowry marketing. I'm absolutely wrong about it. Uh, Vooch is not an all-star, definitely said by D. Jackson. <laughs> he did not believe Vooch deserved to be on the all-star team. Hey, yeah. Tell him why. Because he wanted Derrick Rose to be on the all-star team. Thank you. you know, Derrick Rose deserved to be an all-star <laughs> over somebody who was averaging pretty much 25 and 12. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and he didn't believe that he was an all-star. I understand his love for Derrick Rose, but you can't go... Like, that's a terrible take. Like, just even picking somebody who's that good and saying that he shouldn't be an all-star this season is, is, is for somebody who comes off the bench, it is, is not good. It's not a good take, bro. Like, you can do better. Great take. You're missing the point, man. Derrick Rose got a picture of him throwing up GD. Like, he an all-star. <laughs> <laughs> he an all-star. I'm, I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying, like, you, you can't take Vooch off the team to put him on. That's all I'm saying. You can't remove Vooch, which is an all-star, bro. So Tone, Tone answer this one? Tone has to answer this one. Tone, 
Number four, I'm actually Larry marketing against number five, Vooch is not a I'm star. going with uh Lori. I'm going with Lori, the, the Lori take. Because like it all the stuff you did, bro. You you went and bought the hot sauce. I did. You got some mail. <laughs> you know, got a little DVD. DVD box set of highlights, <laughs> posters on the wall, <laughs> jerseys. <laughs> and this dude has just been pissing us off. Yeah. <laughs> That's all so, he's been doing. So I'm going with that tape. I'm going with that tape. Okay. All mm. right. Not mad at that. Not mad at that. All right. We're done in the garbage region. Let's move on to the trash region. <laughs> Can't get worse than that. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just you wait. Just just you wait. Okay. <laughs> number one seed. Number one seed. Ben Wallace is not a Hall of Famer. Mm. Definitely said by D. Jackson. Number one. <laughs> number one, brother. That is a horrific take. Against mm. the number eight seed, the Bulls will be a six seed. That was said by me. Mm. I said that last year. Um, mm. D. Jackson didn't think Ben Wallace is a Hall of Famer, mm. which I found ridiculous from the moment he said it. Mm. I don't know how a four-time defensive player of the year doesn't go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, D. Jackson's argument was he did not average 10 points a game, um, but was arguably the greatest defender of his era. Um, and just and a, and a champion and an all-star and just ridiculous amounts of accolades on top of that. Who uh, to the point, who, you can argue a, a, a few people are better defenders than the You can argue Ron Artest. Yeah, no. he has four Defensive Player of the Year awards. <laughs> like the only other person in NBA history that has four is the Kimbe Mutombo. So, yeah, that's not an argument. But, you know, it was to the point that D even made a bet with me that uh, he would not go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, D lost. Uh, I'm still waiting on payment of of my bet, which was a case of beer. He has not provided that. So I'm, I'm still still over here waiting. Uh, they, only, they only make this beer in South America or something. Like, uh, no, no. I, well, I changed it. You know, you can get 805. You know, 805 is, is a beer you can get me. I like that. I had that while I was out in California. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, a case of 805 would be just fine. Yeah. Okay, the eight, case of 805 would be so fine, man. Uh, it is a lager. And a very okay. smooth one and a very chill one. Sounds and good. Sounds it's good. excellent. Like, we'll have some when D gets it for me. Uh, I'll be sure to uh, have you over and we'll enjoy it together of my winnings. That has to be a case of 12, by the way. Case of 12. I would love to drink yeah. a beer with you guys. I, I was thinking case of 24, but you know. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you man. know. Well, that's a case. A, a case isn't 12. A case is like. You're right. That's I a case. A case of six. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pet. Well, in this case, <laughs> I'm going to need the big dog. That's what I'm going to say. Excuse me? Qualified from the Hall of Fame. You seen him lately? Because of what he looks like now, he should be disqualified. Put a little from the weight on, like a, a tall Marcus Garvey. He should be disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Your hatred oh, is, is strong, ain't yeah, it? It's strong. I can only see Going here up against the number eight seed, uh, the Bulls would be a six seed. I said that this year. Uh, when we got Vooch, I was drinking all of the Kool-Aid. <laughs> I, I, was, I was super <laughs> hyped. 
and I was put on the spot and asked that, and I said, yes, there'll be a six seed. And I said, you can quote me on it. I was down. <laughs> I was down. I was in my fandom, and I was wrong. The Bulls were not a six seed. They did not even make the play-in game. Uh, thank you, COVID. I still think COVID is the culprit of that. The Bulls would have definitely been the playoff, but they wouldn't oh, have been a six seed. Um, yeah, so I was dead wrong about that. Definitely wrong about this. So, Tone, we'll ask you, who moves on? The number one seed, Ben Wallace, uh, is I'm not a Hall of Famer against number six, number eight seed of the Bulls will be a six seed. I've heard both arguments, and I'm going with uh, Ben Wallace not being a Hall of Famer okay. because, like, I thought the Bulls were going to the uh, playoffs, too, and I also felt that if COVID wasn't happening, then they would have they Zach wouldn't have missed those games. Mm. So I just think that was an unfortunate circumstance. But to say Ben Wallace <laughs> is not a Hall of Famer, that dude was <laughs> one of the best defensive players I ever saw. Hold on, y'all can't act like it was a layup. It took him like seven years to get in. It took not him four. four. It took him four. No. Four. Four. <laughs> he retired in in Boy, when he was he, when he was eligible from the time he was eligible. It's not from the time you retire. It's from uh, the time you're eligible. Mm -hmm. And from his eligibility, it was four years. What's in four extra years? <laughs> <laughs> but which is what the, the point is mute. Right. Yeah. The point is mute. He is a Hall of Famer. Like get, literally, get, his get ears my voted. Get my kids. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> That's all I'm telling you. You know what I mean? I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> ben Wallace will be moving on. I don't feel like that was worthy of a one seed. Oh, please. Oh, brother. Uh, the number two seed, Jimmy Butler. Oh. Gets the number seven seed. I think Jimmy Butler was said by everybody. The number seven seed, Dennis Smith Jr. That is C-Dub. Jimmy Butler, if it was anybody that proved it, proved me wrong every single time, it was Jimmy Butler. Mm -hmm. I, everything I said he couldn't do, he ended up doing. Every single thing. And I mean every single thing I said he couldn't do, he did it. You can't lead him in scoring. Uh, you can't really shoot. Uh, you can't get, all you do is shoot free throws. Uh, well, you got to make an all-NBA team. Uh, well, you got to make an all-star team. Uh, well, you got to take a team to the playoffs. Ah, uh, well, you know, you get even though you left, you know what I'm saying? Can you be the best player on the team and take a team to the playoffs? Yeah, he did that. Um, yeah, well, you know, you got to go deep in the playoffs. Yeah, he did that. Yeah, well, you know, you got to get to a finals. Yeah, well, he did that. Yeah, well, you're on the finals. You got the ball out, right? Yeah, 40-point triple-double. So he really has done everything <laughs> except win a ring. <laughs> That's all he really hasn't done. Pretty much. By the way, this, this, this is not just Dave. This is me. Dave is saying everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah, this this was everybody. I know D wasn't what? high on him yeah. um, <laughs> at all, and, and Dub wasn't either. You want to add something, Dub? No, no, I, I was gonna I was gonna say, of course, everybody in this, yeah. in this show. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, yes, everybody, oh, yeah. Yes, I talk shit too. Yes, <laughs> I'm saying uh, Jimmy buckets here. We used to call him Jimmy whistles, whistles, because uh, we were like, he don't score. Why you call him buckets? All you do is get to the foul line. So we call him Jimmy it. whistles. <laughs> and yeah, he just proved it all wrong. Shout out to him for doing that. Against the number seven seed, 
Dennis Smith Jr. This is another one that Chris was ready to fight people over because the Bulls did not take Dennis Smith Jr. Chris, you're feeling yeah, Of course, how can you not take that athletic point guard could dunk for the free throw line, Dave? Come on. I mean, two knee surgeries, but yeah. <laughs> he's fast. He's athletic. Makes all the highlights, Dave, in college basketball. Clearly, that's going to transition to the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, the Bulls need a point guard, and why not have a tremendous athletic point guard like Dennis Smith Jr. for your team? I mean, to to your point, every like D said earlier, like a lot of people echoed your <laughs> sentiments and were upset the Bulls did not take Dennis Smith Jr. and mm. yeah, that turned out well. <laughs> it didn't turn he's still out there. he's still trying to find his game. I saw his video. He's like, I'm trying to find my game. I'm like, All he right. is. He's still trying to find it. So, with that said, D Jackson, I'll leave this to you, sir. Number two seed, Jimmy Butler, against the number seven seed, Dennis Smith Jr., who moves on. I wish I was right about Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Seriously, man, because I felt like he kind of like helped push Derrick Rose out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wish I was right about his old Flex Alexander-looking ass. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> but I was wrong, man. <laughs> Jimmy, I right, man. He ain't that. <laughs> you ain't gonna let it go, are you? You can't let it go. Oh, Bam took them to the finals. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Harrow and shit. Right, it was Tyler Harrow. Oh, so Jimmy moves on, is what you're saying. I guess, man. Yeah, Jimmy, oh. Jimmy Baller, man. <laughs> All right. well, he, did, he did help kick Derrick Rose out, and I don't like it. No. Yeah. All right. So Jimmy Butler will move on. Uh, here we go. Number three seed. Oh, this one's my favorite. Number three seed. Levine won't be as athletic after surgery. He's a Ricky Davis type, said oh. by D. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, oh. you brother. Yeah, you, you. I, I listened to it a few times. I, yeah, you, oh. you said. It. I'm gonna tell you my problem with Levine, and I, I'm. Please sure tell me know your problem with Levine. Well, I don't have a problem with him. Okay. Like, he's a nice player, but he ain't that dog. He ain't what? That dog. This, this is you my know point. You remind me of? No. Uh, he remind me of, like, a Ricky Davis type. Oh, put up God, no! 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 You said it, brother. Against the number six seed, Jabari Parker. <laughs> Ooh. That's you. I was definitely high. That is definitely me. Me and me as well. And Chris, too. We've definitely high. On Jabari Parker. Now, the number three seed was, was said by D. Jackson. Uh, I was shocked when I heard it again <laughs> when he said it. I played it back a couple times, and I was like, he's not joking. Bro, we I called him We called him insane when, when it was said on the podcast. We were like, you out of your mind. <laughs> and he was like, I'm telling you, he, that's what he is, man. You know, that's what he's looking like. He ain't going to be as athletic after that surgery. Like, D was not high <laughs> at all on one Zachary Levine and uh, – you see what Zach is now, Olympic gold medalist, all-star, 27 a game, 40 from three, 80 from free throw. You know. Ricky Davis? I said that. Sorry, brother. It's, you, you said it. You, <laughs> sorry. Man. I thought they drafted a kid to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Davis. That was the worst. That's the worst take in the world. Ricky Davis is doing the show. Yeah, oh, drafted LeBron to help me out. Man, that's hilarious. <laughs> He said that out of his own. Yeah. He said he that to a media person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did. He said this. This is true. Against the number 60, Jabari Parker. I was high on Jabari Parker coming here. 
Chris was as well. But I was high on Jabari being here. I thought it would be awesome. I thought he would bring that scoring. I thought we'd see, you know, a little of that leadership. I thought we were going to see a lot of things. And I was like, this, even if it don't work, you know, it's 20 mil, there's no money, it's, you know, throw it away, it's nothing. It was kind of cursed from day one. <laughs> from the press conference, when he's like, they don't pay me to pay defense. From that moment on, it was it was doomed for him being on the Chicago Bulls. It just did, I mean, it did not work. Uh, ball-headed minutes went, games where he just would not even play him, wouldn't even put him out there until it'd be like a blowout. Um, he just never got an opportunity, but at the same time, he wasn't shining in those opportunities until probably a little later on. He was shining a little bit. Yeah, so, he played, he, he played, he played though. The money, the money aside, that year, I think the Bulls, like, there's a minimum amount of money a, a team has to spend every year. They didn't meet the minimum. So they had to get a player on the team. <laughs> it was Barry yeah. Parker. So that aside, yeah, we both thought that he's gonna be way better. Not way better, yeah. but we thought he'd be better the way he was. I thought he's gonna be better. And clearly, like you said, him forgetting that he just paid play defense. And uh, another one of the guys that maybe when he does play well, do you actually win because of him on the floor? Not really. Mm-hmm. And he was, of course, a shit of himself. He's never gonna be gonna have to athletic sense to be had in high school. But yeah, yeah that was um, yeah. that was not the greatest uh, take there. So. Tone, this one is on you, sir. Uh, the number three seed, Levine, won't be as athletic. He's a Ricky Davis type against the number six seed, Jabari Parker. Who moves on, sir? Mm. Man, I got to take the Levine comparison to, <clears throat> comparison to Ricky Davis. Mm. That's kind of funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I don't know who said that dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever said it ain't coming on ain't coming on the show anymore. I know that. That's a bad take. No more, Clearly man. it was a bad day and a bad take. <laughs> just a bad day. That's all. You know, that's it, all it, just, it was. That's all it was. It was just that was a, bad a brain day. fart. That's all yeah, that was. You know, we all have them. You know, we all have them. Probably not to that check, severity of terrible. Check day, my but, you know, we all have them. <laughs> Check the group thread. I'm sure it's there. Hey. <laughs> I'm sure it's there. I'm sure it's there. All right. Last one in this region. The number, the number four seed, Chris Dunn. That's me. And me. <laughs> Against the number five seed, Denny Atvia. That's wow. me. <laughs> wow. So number four seed with Chris Dunn. Uh, D and I, D would come on our show and tell us that Chris Dunn was not that dude. He would say it, and we'd be like, D, get out of here. What are you talking about? Chris Dunn, get hoop. He's a point guard because he was coming off of that season where he was really solid for the Bulls. And then, you know, we didn't think he'd be – then, you know, when he broke his face trying to dunk the basketball, he was never the same. But we really thought he was going to be something. D kept telling us that he wasn't that dude. He wasn't about it. And, I mean, he proved D right. Very fast. <laughs> like it, was, it was like immediately the next season, he was like, nope, not that guy. He's not going to be that human being. So, yeah, Chris, you want to add to that? Like, yeah, we, we really was in on Chris Dunn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even, even before he played for the Bulls, we were high. We were pretty oh, high. Yeah. Optimistic yeah. about Chris Dunn's game, you yeah. know. Yeah. We all know the highlight when he passed the ball what, between dude's legs and, Dude, like, oh, my God. I've never seen that pass Come on, in, man. in my life. Are you kidding I've me? I've never seen that. Clearly that guy is like average. He's not even average. 
it could, even, could even be average day for us. I, I just knew he was gonna be that dude. I just knew it. I just yeah. like yeah. He'll he never look guy yeah. that was in college. He never looked like that again. Nope. Never looked like that again, man. Jackson said it. We didn't believe him. Jackson was correct. Mm-hmm. Chris Dunn is not that dude. Against number five, see Denny Otvia. That is definitely me. I liked Denny Otvia coming out last year when I was saw him at the year. Chris will tell you I would call him. It'd be like, well, Chris, I don't know, man. This dude's nice. It's Denny Otvia. He got some game yeah. to him. Like, he, he can't do certain things, but you know what I mean? He gonna dunk on you. He can run the floor. And then Chris would tell me about how he jumped in the stands and what'd you say? He grabbed uh. the baby. And held it up like it was the Lion Took King. Took a shirt off, got a baby, like Lion King. Twice. He did it twice off the game winner. <laughs> and so I was I was, high, I was not as high on him as Dave, but I, I thought he'd be better. But Dave, but Dave really, really got behind Denny. I was really behind Denny because I was like, I don't, everybody else, yeah, they cool. Anthony was, yeah, all right. He nice. He all right. But I'm telling you, son, this Denny obvious is going to be it. He was not it. <laughs> he hasn't been it. He might still be turned out to be that guy. But at this day and this time, whether we're talking, he is not that dude. And he might even be traded to. Who knows? Like, it's not looking good for young Denny. So, D, I will hand this to you. The number four seed, Chris Dunn, being good, against the number five seed, Denny Advia, being good. Which one moves on? All right. Before I get my answer, can I ask you two brothers, you three brothers, what have we learned? What happened to what? What have we learned? Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, listen to D. Mm-hmm. I told y'all about Chris Dunn, man. Yo, Dewan Wagner scored 100 points in the game in mm-hmm. high school. You know what I'm saying? Everybody thought, like, yo, he going to come in, lead the league in scoring or something. Nah, son, that was in high school. You know what I'm saying? He was playing against a bunch of dudes named Todd or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris Dunn. <laughs> Chris Dunn moves on, D? Nah, son. I just remember you last year. Yo, my, my man, Denny. My man, Denny. My man, Denny. You kept saying that. Mm. I did. And I didn't even know he pulled the Rafiki. With the, with the, with twice. The, twice. That's, that's what I said in the article. I read a article, couple articles. He said he did it twice. Nah, that's unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> that's unacceptable to do that in any EuroLeague game. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You'll be grabbing babies, son. Right, don't be doing that, man. You can do it at the pro end. <laughs> not, not in Europe. At the Rucker. Right, yeah, I'm saying you can do it on ball is life. Right. You can't get a court. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, that's Denny. If if cats know the knowledge, they know the ledge about how, how Dave was with Denny, that's my dark horse. Mm. Denny Avia moves on. Mm. Ah. Denny capable capable of beating anybody. This really? Is, wow, that take was that strong. Okay, I'm about, that's to, strong. I'm about to pull up some Denny. Uh, it's not that strong, but you know. But yeah, I didn't think it was that strong. D, but no, no, let D put that cheese on it. I like it. I like okay, it. you got to know the ledge. It's not about looking up Denny tone. It's about hearing how Dave kept saying. <laughs> that's, what, that's what made this upset happen, right there. Dave was like, nah, son, he Bruce Leroy. Like, well, slow down. <laughs> like I said, you put you you putting a hundred on ten right now, but it's all good. <laughs> go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, don't don't let D hype that part up for you. But I was high on him, but I wasn't calling him all NBA. Be the best player in the league. No stuff like that. Tape, yo. 
But yeah, no, I heard the tape. I literally heard the tape. Like, so I know what I said. And it definitely, it definitely wasn't that. It definitely wasn't that, bro. But yes, I like Denny Avia a lot. I was very high on Denny. So yeah, so Denny Avia will move on. I didn't even upset. know what this cat, I didn't even know who this dude was. I did not know who this cat. He didn't play. I remember really? the name. I remember Dave mentioning it before. But now that I'm seeing that, the, the, the YouTube picture, I'm cracking up, man. Like, <laughs> I got to see the highlights, though, man. Ain't many. <laughs> so we are we are now set for round two. Uh, we have in a, in the garbage region. Luca won't be good going against Rondo. Is not a good player. And in the upset, we have Okafor has more upside than Bobby Portis going <laughs> against Lowry Markinen. And in <laughs> in the trash region. Ben, the number one seed in a blowout, Ben Wallace is not a Hall of Famer, going against Jimmy Butler, the number two seed. That should be a good matchup. Oh, uh, and also Levine won't be as athletic after surgery. He's a Ricky Davis type, which is honestly, honestly my pick to win it all, against Denny Advia being good. Guys, how are you feeling about it? You, you, you happy with, with what your selections are? Everybody's cool with it? D, did you find this to be fair? Um, I did. I got to fact check y'all a little bit, but I think sure. I guess I don't remember saying the Ricky Davis joint. Whoever oh, said that, you you said it, D. Then hey, I, you know what? I listened to it. Lit- I literally listened to it five times. I was just <laughs> like, gonna say, like, like, like joke. Got to upload no, the audio. You were serious. You weren't joking. Yeah, gotta, you weren't joking. That is round two. That is going to be round two <laughs> of the tournament of trash. We'll have our guy Salim on from Bulls Gold, and he will decide who moves on to round three. And when we get to the championship round, you guys, the listeners, if you're on Twitter, will be able to pick the winner of the Please Retire Norm Van Leer's jersey trophy. D. Jackson, anything you'd like to add to this, sir, where people can find you at, please let them know. Lord, you can find your music. Same thing, D. Jackson 82, the D-E-E Jackson 82, that's on Twitter, that's on Instagram. Music, uh, djackson80sbabies.bandcamp.com. You can get it there, or you can just go on any uh, DSPs. It's streaming everywhere. Look up 80s Babies. And uh, yeah, got a new project coming out called Second Cousins. Me and the homie Fifth Element. It'll be out real soon. Got a single out right now called Black People. But uh, that'll be out real soon. Okay. Tone, we'll let people know where they can find you, sir. Uh, Feast is famine on Twitter, although my shit is ridiculous. I don't know. Every day I'm like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be on Twitter anymore. And, uh, <laughs> and Feast is famine uh, Instagram, which is also kind of ridiculous. And soon uh, feastisfamine.com will be live in like a week. So my website will be up in a week. Right. Tones our artist, man. He's a uh... Unique. I love I love his work. So it's a great appreciate word. it. I got some man. Wait till y'all see the new stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Let's check it out. Yeah. Some you know. crazy new digital work. All right. Digital, okay. Both yeah. of these artists putting out quality work. Uh D. Jackson as an MC tone, as a painter, as a drawer, uh, as a digital uh artist. Everything. Mixed stuff, media. So. All right. Mixed media. He does it all. <laughs> uh, you you can definitely follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow me at Ball Sports. Follow Chris at Ball Sports One 
uh, Instagram at Ball Sports. Uh, check out our YouTube page and our website. And anyway, you listen to podcasts. I promise we are there. Chris. Yeah, man, that's pretty much it. Um, it's a fun show. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to put this on YouTube. So I think we're going to start putting more shows on YouTube. So definitely go to YouTube. Um, if you want to see the expression he made, when he learned that he said, <laughs> they won't be as athletic as after surgery as Mickey Davis type. It's, it's, it's priceless. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Oh, like, the minute, the minute I heard it, I oh, called wow. Chris. <laughs> I said, Chris. <laughs> yo, man, you got to hit that, yo. <laughs> I'm going to need the evidence. Uh, nah, you know, I, of course, I would get on here and lie. <laughs> like, of course, I would. You know, you do, so. how would I tell the truth? You know what I mean? You do not want me to make an Instagram little audio thing when you, when you saying that. <laughs> Can you believe he said this in the tournament of ball, tournament of ball, worst ball sports? Do we want Bill's level? Dude, I don't want to do this, you need. I can do it. If you want me to do it. Gotta understand the road you want to go down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and Ricky Davis? Remember, remember Ricky Davis tried to get his own 10th rebound for the triple double? Yeah, he did, yeah. Mr. Song, yeah. On the opposite ramp, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know, bro. But again, this is why it's a bad tip. <laughs> Why, and this is why we're here. We thank you for being here. We thank uh, Tone for being here. Thank you guys for rolling with us. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all be cool. We out. Peace. Peace. Hey. Ah.